and welcome to episode 19 of the MTG Complex Cast. My name is Steven, I'm joined by my co-host John. Hey. And Chris. Hello. In today's episode we'll be talking about Pro Tour Bilbao. Let's kick things off with our weekly roundup where we talk about what decks we piloted and what decks we played against. Chris, let's start with you. So I may have uh, mentioned this deck in the past. Um, I played Wish Control. And it's kind of like a tap-out style of blue-white control, but you're main decking for Glittering Wishes um, for either interaction or win conditions from your sideboard. Uh, I went 3-1, losing to good old-fashioned green-red Tron in a very spectacular game where I uh, didn't draw any threats for about 15, the first 15 turns of the game. And when I did find a Glittering Wish, I wished for an Ojutai, to kill him with, which had promptly died to a double Kozilex return. On your turn. On my Damn. turn. <laughs> get wrecked. Is so what I, I, I was say. like, oh, should I cast to pass? <laughs> uh, so I also played against uh, another modern staple, uh, Mono Green Infect. And this was not a budget deck, mind you. Uh, so I, I commented on how this opener was Amon Kent Basic Forest into. <laughs> Foil original printing noble hierarch. Okay. I was like, aha. Uh-huh. Get get tilted, man. Get get hyper tilted. I think next turn he went like Cathedral of War, like <laughs> yeah. uh Necropede or something. Get <laughs> smoked on. Jeez. <laughs> Cathedral of War is so spicy. Oh man. But uh I managed to clean things up game one. I like verdicted him, and then he couldn't. He ran out of creatures, and then my wished Geist got the job done. And then game two, uh, he kept a hand of double ink moth Cathedral of War, no green mana, and he never drew green mana the entire game. Solid. Yeah, it turns like out just... you can win games when your opponent doesn't cast any spells. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you just like weren't tired of our vintage cube deck where we just kept recruiting for Geist and then killing them with Geist every game. Like, <laughs> I want to do that in modern. I just want to have Geist every game. <laughs> Glittering only if Geist. It's good. Ah! <laughs> then I played oh. against uh, so there are multiple times during uh, FNM where I wished on turn 2 for something completely wrong because I didn't actually know what I was playing against yet when I thought I did. Correct. Correct. <laughs> So, when you think you're too smart. The oh, next man. the next round, my opponent opens on tap stomping ground into Arid Mesa. And I'm like, what on earth is this? Is this some kind of like, you know... Wait, tap stomping ground into Arid Mesa? Yeah. I would have guessed burn, that just sucks. There's no way burn keeps like... Plays tap stomping ground on turn one. There's I no mean, there's way. A, there is, unless their hand has full is full of two drops, right? So I guessed he was on... Um, Breach Titan. Okay. Sure. Incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. That was incorrect what was because, so I, I wish my guys, and I play my Geist, right? Well, I, I didn't play it. I, I wished for it. And then he untap. he, he end of turn cracks his uh, Arid Mesa for a Hollowed Fountain. I'm like... <laughs> Sounds like my mana base on Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he proceeds to play like basic planes or something and passes back. And I'm just like, what? What? What is happening? So I'm just like, I don't know what I'm... What do I do? I'm like, I don't know. I just play this Geist, I guess. He's like, Spell Queller. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nani? <laughs> Stomping Ground Spell Queller. Like, is this like some sort of Jeskai deck with a random green splash? Like, ah, I'm so confused. Because next turn I play like a Gideon. He Spell Quills that too. Oh <laughs> my god. I'm like, what? And then he like untaps and plays a Wild card. I'm like, what? <laughs> Zoo coming at you. Oh, man. Uh, unfortunately for opponent, I got to detention sphere both the spell quellers. Get back my Geist and my uh, my Gideon. Seems good. Seems good. Seems <laughs> super but good. Then, Seems really solid. <laughs> but then later on, like I go to cast a Vendelian click to to like ambush his his creature, and he has a Pride Mage. So he just sacks his Pride Mage to kill my D sphere to quell my <laughs> Vendelian clicks. <laughs> Rip. That's pretty funny. Oh, that's a that's a funny interaction right there. So then I had like nothing, and I had just like just this Gideon, which he was ignoring because he wanted to kill me. <clears throat> so then I was able to untap and then wish for verdict and verdict him, and like five for one him. Oh, get smoked! But then I get to cast my Vendillion click. Oh yeah! <laughs> so I got to see his last hand, and I was at um, 
six, I believe. And then I see he looks like, yeah, I get that out of here. <laughs> and then he proceeds to not draw any more threats. <clears throat> so that was pretty pretty sweet, I guess. And yeah, then... So really sweet. You know, I realized when you were talking about this, you could build a deck that has, like, three main deck Geist, one sideboard, and four Glittering Wishes? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the, the known Queller's uh, a lot less good is than the, the oh, unknown man. ones. Than the unknown Queller, No, no, yeah. <laughs> not Queller. Geist of St. Trapped. Oh, yeah, okay. Ah, uh, just but... play, play seven main deck Geist. <laughs> Jeez. Ah. Greed. The greed. <laughs> like legendary right yeah <laughs> oh man that's geist fine. good you put some other crap in your sideboard when you already have a geist i don't know i Just think also a spell <clears throat> ah! so i i played some games for fun against the mono green infect afterwards and i just got ranched yeah, yeah it was so bad like I never drew spreading seas for Inkblood Nexus, which was kind of irritating. But <clears throat> so he's just playing like all the green protection spells, right? Like four de defense, four uh, vines of the vast wood, and like he can just sit there and attack me with exalted triggers. Yeah. Like he doesn't even have to move all in. So if I ever try to remove his guys, like I eh, protect, but they also attack. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Uh... Like I don't know what to do. Like. The only thing I could Die. do to like kill his dudes is verdict them, and then his Zingmob Nexus is still there. Yeah, I mean that's like the classic. And Cathedral there. of War has exalted. <laughs> so uh, what did you play, John? Uh, I played. So these two were like, ah, play more aggressive decks, John. Everything you play is so what? slow. <laughs> that was like oh, one. I was so one of slow. us. So that was one slow. of us. Play faster. Play something. I said nothing. More aggressive. I just listened I said to the nothing. podcast. I'm pretty sure you were. Together with Chris on this one. John the Glacier. No, John no, no. the Glacier. <laughs> I just thought it'd be a funny name. That's so, all. So, I, I am, of course, a greed lord, so I have to play a mini-colored deck. I was lending all of my marsh flats and godless shrines this Friday as part of a previous agreement to someone that wanted to try out a new deck. Um, our local uh, mono-white martyr player decided he wanted to try a white-black version of the deck, which was substantially faster, and I think everyone appreciated the fact that I lent him these lands. <laughs> the tournament cruised along at a much faster speed than it might otherwise. Um, but, uh, so I didn't have any <clears throat> black-white lands at my disposal, um, except for apparently I own five godless shrines, so that's a thing. I had the option to play one. I played, uh, Tribal Flames five color shadow zoo tribal shadow zoo and i got dumpster <laughs> I got, my, my final record was loss 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 bye <laughs> got him Get i played round one against the uh mardu pyromancer deck that uh jerry thompson took to the uh the finals of the PT, uh, spoilers, uh, later that weekend. And um, that matchup is a fucking nightmare. I'm playing like, oh, Wild Nicotle, Tarmogoyf, Death Shadow, Monastery Swift Spear, you know, just a bunch of, bunch of dudes. And they're like, you know, Fatal Push, Lightning Bolt, Young Pyromancer Blocks, Forever... Lingering Souls blocks forever. Oh, and you know, Blood Moon main deck. <laughs> I had Ew. zero main deck basics. I had a forest in the sideboard. Oh, oh man. This is actually also a Jerry Thompson list that he posted back in like October or something. Um, so I got just absolutely crushed round one. And so that felt bad, obviously. And then... The next round, I played against uh, some other pile of removal. What was it? God, I have terrible memory. It was just like another deck that's just like a pile of removal spells. <laughs> and I um, I think I mulligan down to five in two of the games. Yeah, this is bad. So I, I got crushed again. 
And then round three, I played against, um, I believe his name was David. Shout out to David. He is a listener of the podcast. I'd never met him before. I guess he doesn't get to come to FNM very often. Super friendly dude playing Mono Blue Illusions, <laughs> which was freaking sweet. This deck was sweet. And I was like, oh, this is going to be easy matchup. I've got so many like spot removals. You know what's really good against Illusions? Mutagenic Growth. <laughs> mm. pay, pay two life kill your guy seems excellent i proceed to mold a five game one and dirtle around and do nothing basically because i like don't have any lands i'm like great i'm just gonna i'm gonna get crushed here against which probably be a pretty decent matchup i think and then round two he molds to five and just gets rolled because yeah mulling to five is awful so I just, like, you know, steamroll him. I just, like, curve out and do things, and he just kind of stares at all these two drops in his hand. Um, and then we actually had, like, a good game three, like, a lot of back and forth. And I found out that apparently I wasn't playing standard when this is a thing. I guess this is uh, ancient standard secret. Um, you, have a, you have a Lord of the Unreal, and you copy it with a Phantasmal image. <laughs> And you you get a phantasmal <laughs> image that can't die. <laughs> it's just like it's this is hexproof and it's you know it's like a yep. three three yep three three hexproof lord Lol. can't die and he um <laughs> yeah and then he's got like a mutafault and he plays um a phantasmal dragon which is now a six six hexproof I'm just like I guess I'm just dead right and so he's had this ratchet bomb on like one the entire game he's just like fuck yo death shadows right like no problem i got this ratchet bomb it's gonna be k which is actually probably fine because i have like death shadow swift spear nicotl on my deck right like ratchet bomb on one is insane but this game i drew three fucking dharma goifs in a row <laughs> it's like goif 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 I'm like this is awful like these goifs don't block dragons and like it's like i'm just gonna die in the air but to be like, fair, none, neither do any of your other creatures. Yeah, so I'm just, like, playing this pile of Tarmogoyfs out. And I think he, like, got scared he was just going to get killed on the crackback. So he, uh, like, pumps his Ratchet Bomb at the end of my turn, I think, and then, like, kills uh, kills the uh, all the two drops, including he has, like, he has another Lord of the Unreal at this point. So he kills his Lord of the Unreal and his, like, super phantasmal image in my three goifs uh, and i like promptly like path exile the shit out of his dragon like get that crap out of here um doesn't even let him get a land because it just kills itself in response to being targeted it's like excellent excellent i gotta get back in this game and he's just like oh here's another dragon i was like huh <laughs> just like died to the dragon beats so that was that and i got the the sweet sweet buy the last round delicious uh, played, played uh, against uh elves for fun against uh someone else that had an opponent that didn't show up against mike and i got him i got him with the the uh tribal zoo deck um we had a really weird situation where um it was like well, chris you were watching this it was like so he'll, he'll claim that i'm the reason why he lost the game which is definitely not correct <laughs> i thought i was just dead i almost scooped actually i like revealed the top card of my deck which is like Technically, like, we were playing it for a fun game, right? But it was, like, it was, like, uh, it was, like, uh, Kozilek's Return, which I've been, like, waiting for forever to, like, sweep this board. And I'm, like, oh, okay. And then Chris, like, you're not actually dead. Like, he can't actually kill you. I was, like, oh, that's right. <laughs> like, I can't actually die. Because he played, um, he played Azuri, and I was thinking it was, uh, Elvish Archdruid, like, just pumps the team. Because I'm just dead to, like, the plus one on the team, right? But, uh, a lot of his mana was actually in, like, dude form, so he would have had to, like, tap enough guys to pump that he wouldn't actually kill me. Um, and so we ended up in this really weird situation where I couldn't Kozilek return him because he would just like regenerate his guys and then like kill me on the crackback, but he couldn't pump his guys because I would just Kozilek return him response <laughs> and then kill him on the crackback. Just do a weird stalemate. He didn't tap like all his guys and they, they like in the way, like, I guess they, the regeneration, they'd still come back tap. So then he would die on the crackback. So we just kind of like stared at each other for a little while. And then I think I drew like a, I drew, I had, I had a Swiss spear and I, um, I thought seized myself. I thought seized him, which took me down to like four life or some crap. And then it was just enough damage to kill him. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. It's really dumb. 
was a really weird game state. Um, and he could have won, right, Chris? Uh, I thought you said he had like a line he could have taken that would have won. Well, it turns out that wasn't quite it. <clears throat> so he could have put you to one, but then he would have like gotten wrecked by your top deck Cole's X return. So the only way he would not get wrecked is he just passed there. But it's like, I don't know, if your opponent's at, what, a six? Six. Six? And you have one dude, and you have an Azuri, like, do you just not attack with anything? Like, no way, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just had a Wild McCoddle. Mm. Uh, it was empty-handed, too, right? Or a land in hand or something? You had, like, a land, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah, because then if he attacked with everything like he would have, <clears throat> he wouldn't have had mana to regenerate all his crap for Kozilek's return, right? Right. But then I would have had to block with the Nicodle and not die. You would have the chump with your Nicodle. Yeah, it's not die. So then we would have, like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Both people would just be, like, empty boarded. And I would have drawn, but you'd like, be at one life. Yeah, and I would have drawn, like, Swift Spear into Thoughtseize, and he would have drawn, like, Elves or some shit, or played more Elves and just killed me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he had, like, a Shaman two cards so I, down I, or something. I think if he played the way that he would have played, not knowing I had the Kozilek's return coming off the top, he would have won. But instead, playing the correct way or playing better, he actually lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hella funny. Chris is like, you're cheating. Like, you don't know he has that. <laughs> and then he lost because of it. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> <laughs> like, you know, three turns, four turns down the line or whatever. But yeah, that was, uh, that was that. And then I played uh, I played in a, my first ever paper uh, popper event on Sunday. I played Mono White Tokens, and I just brown some people people were not prepared for the um the token beatdowns i lost uh one of my rounds i got um mana screwed in two out of our three games and uh, i made a slight mistake in deck construction i was looking you know a lot of the lists were playing like a pile of luma thread fields on the sideboard and it's like obviously to deal with like electricery shrivel scattershot archer like every color except for blue and white basically have like sideboard stuff incidentally that just like poops on this deck um and so you need a way to like you know give your guys an extra toughness so they don't just get swept away and i was like oh luma thread field fuck that like it doesn't even get in unless you like morph it like bah, i'm just gonna play uh veteran armor yeah it's a bear too like get in pump more damage out I'm like turns out completely incorrect like the thing is is like you have no trouble just killing them if your guys are alive like you do not need an extra bear like that the bear is completely <laughs> fucking irrelevant um, but all the decks that are playing these cards usually actually have like other spot removals. So they're just like uh, kill your armor, electric or you get fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had uh, two and two, I think. Yeah, I had two and two. I just wanted like four Lumoth Redfield. Would have been so much better. Um, I think I would have lost one of the games I got mana screwed if I had just had a Lumoth Redfield instead of a veteran armor that like got it got um. It got firebolted, I think. It's like, fuck. This card is, like, pretty trash in the matchup otherwise. Um, and he didn't, like, have any answers for Lumith Redfield. So, yeah. Um, but that was a sweet tournament. Uh, people were not prepared for the token beats. So, uh, I enjoyed that a lot. So that no, they will be. <laughs> yeah, see? He told me to get aggressive. That was the success on the getting aggressive scale. I, uh... Turned some white <laughs> white tokens sideways and proud uh, of you, John. Back yeah. to your roots. Yeah, back to your <laughs> mono white roots. I still have a plane <laughs> in the back of my car. I've come, I've come back to come back to my roots. So, uh, how about you, Stephen? What did you play this week? Uh, so this week, uh, okay, so it's funny because I showed up late to my F and M, and the uh, the guy who was running it, Rob, really great guy, uh, let me join in like after the second round had already started. So it gave me like a buy in one round and a loss in the other one. It just happened to be that it just happened to be that they were odd numbered, so I got really lucky. And uh so 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 in so so the universe thought it would be just for me to go up against the next two rounds against uh blue white X. So did you get dumpstered? I got dumpstered. Yeah. Actually, all right. So I got dumpstered pretty hard. The first one is blue, white, red, and yeah, it was like pff, helix, bolt, snap, bolt, snap, helix. Like, ah! okay, great, I, fantastic. I like how you said you like got dumpstered by blue, white decks, but all the cards that fucking showed on you were actually red cards. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But but that's like that's the thing, right? Because you just like they just see envisions, and then they're just like, oh, 
Two burn spells. Yeah, I could use those. Top, top. You're like, oh. And you're like, I'm like, oh, God. All right, here we go. And so then I played against blue, white, black. And dude just got kind of unlucky. He just didn't see a second. He, he saw a second land and then just didn't see anything afterwards. And I was just like, right, does this resolve? Does this resolve? Do all my things resolve? Ah! And then, yeah, it just... <clears throat> Uh, it was just very unfortunate for him, but if if that didn't happen, he would have also dumpstered me, seeing as the deck runs like Path to Exile, uh, Fatal Push, and Lingering Souls, and all the good stuff that's really good against me. Good old stony silence. Um, and then I played some Enchantress, which was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. And EDH, it was great. It was fantastic. Probably my second favorite EDH deck I've ever built. That's because it How is... How many EVA sticks have you built? <laughs> two. Two. Two real ones. That's it. So you're no, telling, me, you're telling no, me this is your least favorite EDH deck. <laughs> that's a lie. I think I've built uh, like three or four. It's like Animar's number one. This is number second. Abzan. So your top five EDH decks. Yeah, my top five is the only <laughs> five. Uh, and then uh, I also got a chance to play between uh, Saturday and Sunday. Or no, Sunday... Yeah, Sunday. No, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. I got to play uh, a little bit of John's mono white popper deck online. It was it was pretty sweet. It was a lot of fun until <laughs> until I got like trickeried for the first time, and I was like, "What? This is a card? I don't even want to play this format." <laughs> you didn't know that I like trickery. I didn't. It wasn't like I wasn't thinking about it. I thought oh I honestly didn't think it was a common. And then somebody was just like, I like, like totally overcommitted by I casting understand. like two battle screeches out of the graveyard, I and then dumpstered. <laughs> <coughs> I got, I like totally overcommitted. It was like three mana. I had a bunch of dudes on the battlefield, and I was like, all right, uh, two, double battle screech out of the graveyard, and then, uh, and, and then cast, yeah, and then cast triplicate spirits. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then my opponent goes, end of turn, electric. <laughs> You're like, I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, man, like, game one is, like, free. You just, like, kill them with the pump spell, like, turn four, and they just lose. Yeah, they just... after board, you just, like, hold up mana the entire game, trying to not get electric read. Like, that's that's it. You're like, so, yeah. You're like oh, I got mana up for Ramosi, or I have a guy up for Ramosi and Rally, so I can, like, actually play my Lumerfred field and not get, like, electric in response. <laughs> now we're good. Like that's the whole game. It's just that. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was how that game ended, and I got really sad. But all my other games have been against. Uh, so all my other games, except for one, one more that I'm I'm going to talk about in a second here, uh, were against uh, enchantment decks, like hexproof decks. Kind of like Biles. Yeah, uh, and I was just like, <laughs> just like totally pooped all over them. Just like, yeah, yeah my one one will block your ten ten. Swing for fifteen. It, it, it was great. It was fantastic. Um, and so the cool deck that I saw was playing uh, Popper, and, and I'm like fairly new to Popper. I, I like you know I know like three decks, and that's about it. Uh, but I played against. It was my first time playing against Mono Blue or uh, Blue Green Turbo Fog Mill. Yeah, I uh, discovered this deck on Friday night as well. And and <laughs> it's and uh, uh, it's really frustrating. It's a really frustrating deck. They play that enchantment. I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, Jace's Erasure. Jace's Erasure. Yeah, that. So every time you draw, every time you draw a card, you may have your opponent mill uh, a card off the top of the library. So as long as they have two, they're milling two for every card they draw. Were they playing Brainstorm? And then they play Brainstorm after they resolve <laughs> two, and you're like, oh, okay, I see how that works now. Yeah. <laughs> because that, at first, at first it was like. At first, it was like one, one, like one card for one card, and I was like, "Oh, I'll totally erase that. That's fine, no big deal." And they're like, "Oh, this is like I'm not taking lethal. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take ten. Uh, I'm not taking lethal. Yeah, I'll take nine. Uh, oh, that's lethal. Uh, fog. Uh, yeah. Nope, still lethal. Okay, fog. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, like, tangle. Oh, you guys don't untap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that like is, the yeah the fog that doesn't let your that doesn't let your creatures untap that is brutal that's a I double thought, fog. I thought I told you about this Friday night. I played this deck on Friday night. Someone brought it and I was like, wow, 
We literally can't beat this deck. Like, uh, but I didn't know are, that it, that was the deck. A, it is a zero one hundred percent match. <laughs> I didn't know that was the deck. <laughs> like, I guess it's I was unaware. Like a, a one in ninety nine match because there is like some absurd like you know twist of fate where they could find zero fogs. And that's why I kept attacking. That's it. But, and then uh, he plays like Standstorm. Deals one damage to each attacking <laughs> my creature. Opponent, my opponent was not playing better. He didn't see it. But I was like, so he has Tangle, so I'm like, uh, attack with, you know, like, I have like 10 guys and 10 guys, and they're like, alternating turns swinging. Yeah. <laughs> so I would get Tangled and like have to skip a turn. That's maybe, what I was doing too. Maybe they won't have a fog. And like, no, they just always have a fog. Like, oh. infinite fucking fog. Like, oh, moments, moments peace, flashback fog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was. It's like unbeatable. Completely it was very, unbeatable. very interesting. Like I think um, we have to like splash a color for like a Goblin War Strike effect to ever beat one of those decks. Well, there's a. I was telling you the other day. There's a sorcery. Uh, uh, no, in green, in black. We have to splash there's one black. There's red too. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple out there, but there's none that are white that I know of, which is the no, problem. But the, it's a but the color deck. But the black one loses life and doesn't deal damage. Which is relevant because fog can still prevent damage somehow. I don't know. Uh, it's brutal. Uh, anyways, uh, Chris, what'd you see? Um, so I saw some sweet decks uh, during the Pro Tour. God, I love this the stupid black red hollow one deck. Yeah, that was pretty uh, sweet. Can you watching, watching, uh, God, watching Goblin Lore resolve on camera is terrific. It's a beautiful. Treat. It's like just turn into the pro tour and they're just rolling dice on camera. Yeah, so like, you know, John, John's saying like you know, oh, Wizards doesn't like gambling and like if you use anything other than a, a, a like playing a game of Magic to determine a match result, then that's considered a collusion. You'll be disqualified. Meanwhile, in the feature match here of the top eight of the pro tour, literally rolling dice to determine the outcome of resolving a spell. Yeah, and basically yeah. the game. Yeah. So. In, in two games out of the, the quarterfinals, he just goes, like, turn one, like, burning inquiry, double hollow one, go. Yep. Yep. That was, that was the thing. Next turn, uh, Flay Lake Phoenix comes back into play, you know, crash for, like, a million damage. You're fucking dead, fam. Correct. <laughs> and and, and this, this is a term where Reed Duke's playing absent to the surprise of exactly no one. But <laughs> it was a surprise was to surprised. me really? was that he was playing zero copies of Path to Exile in his 75. Yeah. So Hollowin comes down, he literally can't kill it until he hits three mana for Maelstrom Bolt. <laughs> Even then. Which would have like, been great, because Ken always had more than one in play. <laughs> which would have been great if he were still alive. What was it Ritagon? Uh, was, uh, was it Ritagon? Yeah, he's like, uh, Hollow 1, Hollow 2. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And then there's like times where your opponent's like they triumphantly you burning increment right and you hit like your blood gas and your flaming phoenix they triumphantly slam their graph diggers cage, and you just go like next turn eh, fatal suiting grandma gangler go. And you're just like, <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> all the beats. Oh, and I'm guessing, and I'm John. I'm and guessing. Then, uh, uh, another deck that I was very very surprised to see was the uh, the Madcap Moon deck. So those of you who aren't Text familiar, uh, it's a basically a blue red, it's a blue moon deck with your win con is uh, Madcap Experiment into Platinum and Pyrion. I actually played this deck uh, quite a while ago and top aided an Invitational Qualifier playing the deck, and I literally never played it since that day. <laughs> yeah, you were off the deck so hard. <laughs> because like okay sure you like oh yeah four mana eight it sounds really good right, but then a lot of times they're just. Not. <laughs> Not at all. It's like, oh, I have a 4-man 8-8, but my opponent has two 5 fives, so I can't really attack. But you can't lose life! But I don't have any other way <laughs> to kill them. Hey, you have lightning bolts. So, what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? We sit here and stare at each other until they draw. <laughs> Path to Exile! Because, like, now with Shadow Dex, oh. it's like, oh, my shadow's bigger than your 8-8. Like, ooh. Gross. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to try and bullshit you out. Stubborn Denial. Ugh. Uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I Sure, I, I I did kind of well playing the deck when I had while I was playing it, but... 
It was a little too gimmicky even for me, I suppose. <laughs> even for you. Even for you. Mr. Hive Mind Pact of whatever the fuck. This is coming from the guy who plays uh, what, I, what I call tribal snakes. <laughs> yeah. You know, playing uh, Amulet of Vigors, Primal Titans, Azusas in the same deck as Sakura Tribe Scouts, Lotus Cobras, Fetchlands, and Night of the Reliquaries. Jeez. Your greed knows no bounds. Uh, so John, what about you? What was your deck? My sweet what deck you... was uh, Dave's, David's uh, Mono Blue Illusions deck. I was, I was quite excited to see that. Uh, it was super spicy, and uh, he totally dumpstered me. So that was sweet. That was my deck of the week. <laughs> Let's talk about the topic uh, we want to talk about: uh, the Pro Tour, the sweet, sweet uh, modern Pro Tour that happened. The first one that we've had in how long? Two years? Three years? Four years? A couple years couple years so I, I called this last week by the way and you guys were like i think we i think i asked you guys you know what cards you thought were gonna get banned if any and uh you guys were like yeah no this that and i was like lantern of insight yeah boom Wednesday boom nailed week. it nailed it i don't think you're gonna ban it though no <laughs> yeah, you know like lantern of insight's the the real offender here yeah right uh Not like ensnaring bridge or uh mox opal or perhaps even ancient stirrings. I mean, I mean. Yeah, we should ban Opal, right? Was my yeah, Opal I think really Opal's that probably good? The grossest thing. It empties their hand and and accelerates into the bridge. It does both the things you want and makes all colors. Yeah, it's just for your greedy, greedy like thought seizes and a stirrings and worm inventions and. <clears throat> <clears throat> I was just about to talk about how all the affinity players. I mean, not all of them, a lot of them in that uh, Facebook group were just like, oh no, what if they ban Mox Opal? And I'm yeah, sitting here. Yeah, I'm just like, that's not gonna happen. That deck is, like, like if you take away Mox Opal from that deck, that deck is still gonna do what it wants 99.9% .9 of the time. I don't know about that often, but yeah. It's still gonna, I mean, it's still gonna empty, it's like, you're gonna get in with one more hit, which isn't gonna be a lethal hit. I mean, that's what I saw. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Opal's pretty solid. It's a you just re you just replace it with another zero drop. I mean, yeah, yeah you don't what, you don't get the color out of it. Midnight. Ah. Yeah, you, you like you don't get the color, right? But like at that, like you you just reform the deck to not need the extra color. I think actually, jars or something. I don't know. I think I, mean, yeah. I think it's a bigger hit than like the incidental damage to Tron with the Eye of Ugin Man. Yeah, because like the thing is, it's like. If you don't play Opal, you have to play more land. You play more land, you get stuck with multiple lands in, in hand more often and just, like, lose through your bridge because you have a card in hand. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. It's like, there was, like, multiple times today, or uh, over the weekend on camera, where, like, you know, there's, like, a horde of young Pyromancer tokens, like, waiting outside the door, just hoping you pass with a card in hand, ready to just, like, fucking pound you. And, like, They're all, like, leaning forward. Yeah. Like, you can semi-feasibly, like, turn to a bridge, right? Yeah. I think I think bridge is the real cul culprit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Most certainly. <clears throat> um, but I don't think... I honestly don't think anything will get banned. I don't think that... I think, if anything, this Pro Tour has shown that this is a pretty healthy format. If they do decide to ban something, I feel like it might be out of humans, honestly. Aaron Forsyth was pretty clear in and saying that just because a deck won the PT does not mean that it's going to get something banned. But he actually made a, a tweet about it, which seems like a pretty strong signal that they're not looking at anything. Yeah, I, I think that, that if anything, like, what, a huge percentage of the room was playing uh, humans, and I yeah, think... Almost 10%. Yeah, I think I think that's something people should look at. Like, that's... Oh, man, yeah. Like, that's Those an absurd numbers. number. Not, not for modern, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't was, know, like, they banned, Shadow what, at? Splinter Twin at 12%? Yeah, what was Shadow at, though? Like, Shadow was high, too. I mean, the combined Shadow variance was above 12%. Yeah. For sure. Maybe, maybe, like, the format needs, like, a quick shake, but I don't think it needs, like, like, a heavy ban. It doesn't need something, like, like, uh, something out of, like, something out of Lantern doesn't need to get banned. Something out of, like, humans could be banned, but they would just pick a different human, like... No changes. Fanless, no changes. 
I think you can take some cards off the ban list. I think I think we wanted to. I think no. if we wanted to shake up. If we wanted to shake it but up a little don't. bit, we don't. But we do because. We don't. Okay. Modern okay. Is but, great. Modern okay. Is so hear me out. Right hear me out. Hear me. Out. Hear me. Out. Hear me. Out. If you unban Bloodbraid Elf, oh. this top eight only looks better. Like yeah. you, you probably see more variants. Yeah. Yes. Variants. We already have Hollow One. We have all the variants we can ever ask for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's gonna make that much of an impact if it gets unbanned. But like, why risk it? I don't know. It's. Like, Be- I mean, water, you. Water's in a good. Like, so the thing is, is like, from Wizards' perspective, like, these unbans are like, you know, they're like shots in their revolver, right? And like, why waste one when the format's in a good place? Like, people are like, Modern is like one of the best formats ever. Right yeah, like, now. oh, this is one of the best the best modern formats we've had in, like, so long. You can, Almost everything's viable. Can you imagine, like, the collective screeching of the Magic player base if they unban something and the format becomes, like, unfun? So, and then they just ban it again. Like That's they did so with bad. the troll. That's, That's like they did with the troll. So here's the thing. Here's the, like, are, are, wouldn't you think that the Magic community is tired of Wizards going t- having takesies backsies <coughs> yeah. they've they've gone takesies backsies on having a modern pro tour they've gone takesies backsies on the fnm promos right they're like oh we're only gonna do tokens and they announced like what two days ago actually we're gonna do cards again because you guys don't like tokens and want real cards which is right that's correct but yeah they went takesies backsies on like the the, the set rotation but schedule isn't for that, standard isn't that isn't that technically isn't that technically a good thing that means they're listening to the player base, that means they're making a decision that they probably shouldn't have made in the beginning, and then decided, which, oh, maybe we should be, listen to right? our community. So, so like, this is like two different things. There's listening so the many people that listening want listening to the communities. This is great, right? That's fine. But you, you just said, like, oh, maybe they should have never made those decisions in the first place. Which this is! This is a decision that they should just not make. So, so they don't have but to this take is a back fun one. and listen to the community. This is a fun decision. No, Bloodbraid Elf would be fun for the format. I really do think it would. I it really not. don't think. I really not. do think it wouldn't hurt the format. I really don't think that. So like the what the the few decks that play it is like one weird Golgari deck that plays like Huntmaster and this and Bloodbraid as a top end oh, and Jund. Like I think. Yeah, and so like and like what does Jund do in this situation? Like look at the top eight. How does Jund compete with that top eight? Tell me. I don't know. Abzan made it to the finals. Part of the top eight, I mean. Yeah, but but Abzan beats Jund every time. Yeah, fuck Jund. I don't know. I think that the thing <laughs> is, is like, I don't know. Like, yes, it probably is fine, but like, why risk it? Like, why? Like, for fun. No. For fun. For blood bread. People are already having fun. You just, you, you sit back and you wait till the format is not in a good place. And then you unban it and see what happens. Like, you, no, but then that's it, no. Why would risk, you do that? It's all risk, no reward. It's all risk, no reward. <clears throat> okay, but that's what we did with the troll, right? And yes, the troll, it was a yeah, it was idea. It was in a bad place, and we unbanned a card. Well, why not be in a good place and unban a card and see what okay, happens? First off, they were smoking crickety crack cocaine when they unbanned Grave Troll. <laughs> Out of all the fucking cards on the ban list, like. I feel like they could have unbanned fucking Dark Depths and it would have been better than Grave Troll. <laughs> like, what an awful idea! Oh, like, let's take let's take the the unbanning. Let's take the unbanning before that. What was it? Uh, uh, the Bitter enchantment Blossom? Bitter Blossom. Yeah, yeah. Like, I agree. Like, there are some Volcut was on there. While Nakato was on there. Like, these cards haven't exactly made waves, but Grave Troll sure as that's, fuck did. That's what I'm saying. So like, like I, mean, I feel like been been a thing. Was it? I mean, Vulcan's I mean, been a thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think... The other two mostly. Okay, so I think... And, and Bitter Blossom have not made splashes at all. I think that Bitter Blossom is probably a better card than Bloodbraid Elf. Better card? Yes. Definitely not. Not in Modern. You really don't think so? No. Bitter Blossom making, is... Making Bitter... consistently 1-1 one ones, one one flyers compared to, like, maybe getting a 2-drop... Maybe getting a Thoughtseize or an Inquisition. I don't, I don't think the thing so, is, like, it doesn't matter what it gets, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, all right. No. That was that was a better argument. Like, I, I'll admit defeat on that one. Better Blossom is just like when you like people thought Better Blossom was insane because it was insane in standard, but like we've already had 
um, we've already had a blueberry dolphin modern before. Like, it's good. We know it's good. Like, we, we know it's not going to go unplayed like Better Blossom has. Like, Better Blossom yeah. is ultra, ultra fringe. We know that, like, at the very least, that Blood Bright Elf is good. Maybe it's not insane, maybe it's not busted, but we know it's at least good. And that's scary, a little scary. Like, and it's not right. even, it's The worry isn't even about Jund being overpowered. The worry is about Jund becoming good enough that the other decks that change and morph to compete with Jund are oppressive or unfun to play against. It's not necessarily that, like, you know, when I say this, I'm like, you know, Jund is going to be a terrible deck and it's going to be miserable because everyone's playing Jund. It's actually what might be the bigger fish in the pond that people are trying to beat Jund with that's the scary, unfun thing that could ruin the format. And, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, ripples from this that you can't predict. You can't say, well, you know, if they uh, unban Bloodbraid Elf, these things are going to happen. You don't really know. And that's accurate. why risk morphing the format and letting the format, you know, change itself and twist itself in this way? You know, even if it's, you know, a low potential happening, it's not worth it when the format's already in a really good place. It's it's because Bloodbraid Elf. Elf. And then unban Summerbloom, too, while you're at it. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm still down for that because nobody will be able to play that deck because you have to be way too smart to play that deck, honestly. What, Amulet? Yeah. Dar- Darkest Mage might scream it again in Crystal of an Aneurysm. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> to fucking cart him over to the hospital. No, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, if Summer Bloom is legal, you don't have to be very smart at all to play the deck because you play Summer Bloom and you win the game. Yeah, I guess you're right. As, as shown on camera multiple times. Uh, there, there's times where they, they cast Summer Bloom and turn to a Titan and they fetch for the totally wrong lands. Totally wrong. Like, oh, hashtag, crap. hashtag didn't matter. Oh, crap. Uh, wait, let me just go refetch some stuff. Like, oh, I could like get my haste lands and hit you for eight and then go get my utility lands, but I'm just going to get my utility lands now. I don't need to do that eight damage or those two more lands in play. Eh. Screw that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't don't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Didn't actually matter. Or, oh, I'm not going to play around removal at all and just try to give it a haste lands instead. Oh, my Titan died. Huh. Eh. Oh, look. Next eh. turn, another Summer Bloom. Look, Summer's oh, back. Whatever. <laughs> Summer's back. Go. Uh. All right. All right. Bad example. I'll get another one. Another bad example. Anyways, we're way off topic here. Modern Pro Tour. We've straight. <laughs> ah, this is a great lost topic. lost our way. Don't lose your way. Anyways. Uh, modern uh, Pro Tour. Uh, so the top eight was uh, Lantern, the winner, Mardu Pyro, uh, Black Red Hollow One, Blue Red Pyro, Abzan, Humans, Humans, Five Color Shadow. So the one thing that really bothers me about the Mardu Pyro Monster deck is that it's only Mardu because it plays one, one white source, one white land in the deck, a secret foundry, and... So what, some lingering souls? Hey, hey, it plays Manamorphose, man. That's you get, like you can get it, those it, lingering boys out even under a blood moon. Accurate. Like when Jun Shadow was flashing white for uh, lingering souls, we didn't call it white Jund. Well, they're still they're calling it four and five C Shadow now. The name, the nomenclature. Well, well now they're like solidly four colored decks, right? But when when they first came out, it was literally just Jund with like white cords in the sideboard, and they never yeah, called it. They never called it no. white Jund. Yeah, you call it Jund. Meanwhile, white. meanwhile over here, it's it's oh Mardu, we're a Mardu deck. Like, are you really? <laughs> you want to talk about <laughs> magic naming conventions? They are fucking awful. They are the worst. That is a deep, deep rabbit hole to get into. Black Jeskai? Oh my god, Jeskai Black. Jeskai Black. Or there's just, like, the names that mean nothing. Like, they just have no relevance to magic whatsoever. Full English oh. breakfast. Oh. Or the... Zeppelin oh. breakfast. Or the decks Bottom that have... Names. Don't have any keywords of the deck that they were originally Affinity. named. Affinity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. For a while after the, the ban, people were like, are you playing a, a blo- bloomless amulet? I'm like, don't call it that. Bloomless amulet. <laughs> <laughs> like the like when they're saying, they're saying oh, podless collected? Like, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, podless pod. Pod, podless yeah. pod and yeah. a twinless twin. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> people so people search to fill a void. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, affinity, I'm actually really surprised we don't see a... I mean, I get... Okay. Are we Great. surprised? <laughs> are we? Are we surprised? Uh, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit A little bit there. Maybe the word you're looking for is disappointed. I am disappointed and a, a little surprised that there isn't at least one deck in the top eight, nor the, the top ten. Top ten is very arbitrary. Isn't there one of the top sixteen? 
Well, yeah, let's, I let's, guess. Take a, let's take a look. Uh, <laughs> God. I like that. I like that manipulation of the data. You could be a good pollster. Wow. Top ten. When is it whenever ever like I look at the top ten. Top ten. I look at the top ten. Specifically the top ten. Yeah. yeah. The eleventh deck is affinity. <laughs> God. Uh, no, no, but seriously, I'm I'm a little surprised where there isn't one closer to the top eight. It's I, really close. It's eleventh. I said closer. I said closer. Did I not say closer? How no. much closer could you get? Ninth and I tenth. I want ninth. I want ninth. I want ninth and tenth. This person probably could have won one additional match and made top eight if he had just been better. <laughs> just been just better. Just been better. better. Just played better. Yeah. No, but but okay. But, but like, all right, for real, though, Mardu, Pyro, and Blue-Red Pyro, and Abzan just aren't great matchups, so that's, like... No, they're fucking not. Like, that's just totally understandable. But the other matchups are pretty good, so... Planting pretty good? Yeah, I mean, you have zeros, zero twos that attack, and then you have black-black equipped cranial plating. Uh, I don't know, but they have, like, ah, Whir now. Like, oh, just Whir for a pithing needle. Blah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Whir's pretty good. Whir's so card. gross. God, so yeah, gross. Like, yeah, artifacts need collected, uh, not collected, uh, Court of Court Calling. Court of Calling, yeah. Court of Calling, yeah. <laughs> it's a spicy one. Like, but, uh, man, I just can't get over, like, what a fucking Luxat King Yuki Hero is. Oh my god. Like, that guy is on fire. And he didn't get an attitude about it, too. He was, like, smiling the whole time, just like, yeah. What's happening? He's just like he was every time he cast one of those spells. He's just like, this is great. This is what like I live shit for. Shit-eating grin. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh man. Although if you go back and watch the matches, I think uh, uh, I don't want to say luck sack, but um, someone who's also running hotter than the sun that that tournament was Reed Duke. I mean, he put absent in the top eight, and on coverage, the commentators were like. Yeah, I think that's really weird. Like, why would you ever play a non-shadow black mid-range deck? Yeah. Like, isn't it just worse? And he made top eight. And, uh, like, watching him play against humans or whatever, it's like, you know, gets freebooted. You know, oh, no Liliana. Can't inter- can't beat your, your uh, Mirren Crusader. What's this off and the then, top? Like, oh, off the top, Liliana. it's like, oh, look, Liliana. Push your booter. Liliana, edict you. Ah. Yeah, it's like this just happened all the time, and yeah. like, against Tron, right? Oh, next turn Tron can can play like their Ugin and like stabilize, and all the time it's like, oh, Fulminator Mage. Yeah, I mean, and you can hear like on camera, he's like, oh, that's a pretty good draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, step one, be good. Step two, get lucky, right? Like, yeah, accurate. He's good enough to put himself in in that situation, like. He's always going to set himself up to get lucky, and he got lucky. And he made God, but I, w- I would say that, like, probably one of the pros I would most like to lose to would probably be Reed Duke. Oh, he's such a nice guy. Like, yeah. Reed Duke's uh, the fucking best. Jerry so every, was, it feels like he earns every game he wins. Like, yeah. just such watching nice him guy. play, like, his, his decisions is like, oh, why do you do that? And then, like, I two turns like, later, I, you figure out why he's like, oh, yeah, he's two like, turns later, Two turns later, he's, like, profiting off it, and you're just <laughs> like... Oh wow, that's so good! I, like, I would have done the other thing and then lost. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most Magic players would like happily let Reed Duke strangle them to death. Oh, totally, hands down. <laughs> He's so nice. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to. His, his it's such a pleasure. So soft. <laughs> such a pleasure to be this close to you. Do you have any tips on how to play Absent? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get unlucky. <laughs> uh, uh, so. So kind of pointing back to uh, the different archetypes that were here oh, man. The, at this tournament. The Gooch playing playing humans with a main deck Kytheon? Pretty ah, good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, I do think I what I really find interesting, and I don't think I've ever seen this, is a deck get 100% conversion into from day one to day two, um, which we had blue, red, white, in the parentheses, uh, Breach. Make a hundred percent conversion, which is just like a statistical outlier. Yeah. That's so cool, there's like right? There's like five decks, though, right? Right, but like, but like those all five decks just like stomped day one. Was just like no problem. I feel like if you have a halfway decent deck and a low enough sample size, that's not surprising at all. Yeah, I mean, it's sweet, but I don't think it's, it's just cool. Yeah, I th- I think it's cool. I I don't think there's like any true relevance to it. I just think it's really cool that this deck was just like. Yeah, I'm just gonna. We're all gonna day two. 
I mean, it's like, okay, Madcap Moon made 80%, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Small sample sizes, good players, a little bit of luck. Um, uh, gotta, gotta toot our own horn a little bit here, though. Uh, Javier Dominguez, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, of this guy, but uh, he played the uh, same 60 that uh, Chris played at our uh, Team GP. Except he did a lot hey. better than I did. But hey. Yeah, he did a lot better. <laughs> well, must have played a lot more Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he played against a lot less collected company. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, dude, speaking of collected company, where was collected company at this PT? No one. Nowhere. No one. Nowhere. Mm-mm. Storm, too, bad... for that matter, actually. You know, you know, we're kind of joking about, about Storm, but um, Storm did not do well, and I don't think there was a lot of people playing it either, right? Uh, uh, there were, sort of like it was as popular as uh, Blue White Control, which was surprisingly like uh, I think I forget players. on on stream it was like six to seven percent of the day one meta or something five percent is what it says here yeah five percent oh yeah at a fifty six point five percent conversion rate and okay so here's here's the damning evidence for me is that John Finkel played Mono Green Tron over storm at this pt yeah what the fuck yep like, okay like that that's like a <laughs> scarlet letter for storm as far as i'm concerned <laughs> holy crap uh, i think I, I think honestly the reason you didn't want to be playing storm this weekend was probably because it was just an expected deck yeah uh, and maybe everywhere. just like like an over over prepared meta was like was like storm. We're not going to lose to storm today. This is not. Oh, I thought you meant there was an expected deck, and the expected deck was humans, which or, I think is the real reason, right? Like... No, well, I think yeah. So so yeah, there was the expected humans deck, which means like, which means everybody else was like storms. Everybody playing humans was ready for storm, which means storm was like, nah, we ain't touching that. Yeah, it's like nine point three percent of the day went meta on humans. Like, it's yeah, not, not the best for for piloting storm at the PT. <clears throat> what I want to take a little moment to to look at is the Valica decks with a thirty six percent day two conversion, which is good horrible. Rings. And what like as little as six months ago, it was like the the most played deck, the like, deck, the, the deck. deck. It was the deck to beat, the top tier tier I think, one. I think we even we even said like it is the deck to beat uh, at the time. Oh yeah, like it was. And everywhere. now look. Barely yeah. even worth looking at. Yep. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I really don't understand. Like, I'd like to know why exactly. Because it doesn't seem like the the, the form is really sped up necessarily, right? Like, we don't have all these hyper aggressive decks like Affinity or Burn or whatever, like keeping down the the Valica decks, right? It's all these like Thoughtseize decks and stuff. Dude, Valica did worse than the miscellaneous category. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking actual Velika did dregs. worse than Boggles. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. Who would win? A few mountains or one slippery boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Good riddance, though. I hate that deck. I really hate that deck. <laughs> yeah, John, so I, John, tell me, do you hate that deck? I hate it. You know what? Rugscape Shift? Three thumbs up, but... The red green version? Nah, fuck that deck. Oh, I love Rugscape Shift. That deck is awesome. So, so like, play here's the thing: like I, I always harp should. about how El Tron <laughs> is so boring, and all the game. It's like, how much mana can I make? How much mana can I use? Four mana, play the four mana card. Five mana, play the five mana card. Like that's all you're doing. It's not very interesting. It's it's you you play some lands, you play some stuff, and you you, you attack, and stuff happens. You're very. Not a lot yeah. of interesting decisions I've had. But good god, green red Valakut is even worse. Yeah. So there is a uh, a very good uh, player in our region who showed up to a PPTQ. He was pretty drunk. <laughs> he borrowed the deck <laughs> from someone and he top eight it. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how you do it. I mean he is a very good. And was B playing a very well positioned deck, but yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly the most difficult deck to play. I played yeah, against I mean, him, and it was just kind of like he just kind of was turning cards over and was like, "Yeah, guess I just win." Yeah, I think. Oh, 
Yeah, so like on Friday, somebody was playing uh, Mono Blue uh, Living End, and we were like playtesting like Mono Blue Living End versus like another deck he had laying around. And he was like, yeah, I just have like this uh, this this Valakut deck laying around that you can playtest with. And the person playing the Valakut deck was just like, oh my god, this is the easiest, <laughs> most fun deck I've ever played in my life. I mean, maybe it's really fun to play. I don't know. No, yeah, like like you're just like I don't care what's going on. I'm gonna go get a mountain and play it and play. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, I mean I don't know. I've never played it. It could be really fun, and I won't begrudge them that much. But <laughs> I mean, it's an awful deck and it sucks. Go away. <laughs> I mean I played Beach Titan for a while and you have those Oath of Nisses. Uh, don't talk about Oath of Nissa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still have those. I've never I've never played them. I might uh, request them again, John. Oh wow! Who hurt you? As as insane as that may sound. Are you getting them to Steven next Friday? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say that? I was really hoping you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, it, would, it might be a pretty sweet deck for you to play, Steven. Listen, is it? I for, just is it for the deck we've been bringing? No, no, good heavens, no. Listen, I just, I really. Guys, don't screw me over here. We're not going to screw you. We're going to give you a sweet, sweet pile. If we wanted to screw you over, I would. we would give you tribal snakes. How did I describe the deck I wanted him to play, Chris? I, I think I, I, I said, I told you earlier how I, how I wanted him to feel. Um, it's like, I think like, it's like, he, I want him to laugh and then be sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> So, I want to make him laugh and then be sad. <laughs> God, okay. I'm something, not. This is something wrong. Something aggressively janky, but if can actually win if he tries. <laughs> I'm going to bring Affinity as a backup. <laughs> Hands down. Aggressively ridiculous. janky. <laughs> I'll bring Affinity as a backup. Oh, we're going to take that from you. That's just getting confiscated at the door. <laughs> Oh, anyway. Looks like I'm playing Affinity next week. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you guys should put me on that deck. That's worse. Oh, that's anyway, cool. let's let's move on. I have no uh, idea play that deck. Do we have any closing statements for this pro tour? Closing statements. Uh, play what you want. Sweet. Yeah. Like Reed really, 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 really loves Green Black X. And yeah. I think in some interview, or whatever he's he's saying like. You know, my Lilianas and Dossies have never been unsleeved. <laughs> like, they'll they'll turn to dust in my hands because I'll just play them until they're, you know, yeah. Yeah. until they're dead. So I feel how my scalding turns. <laughs> and so, I mean, you can you can kind of play whatever you want. Like, accurate. As long as it's something that you know inside and out. And there's something that a lot of people have been saying for you know quite a long time about modern, you know, just play your deck. You can you can be successful. Obviously, there's some things that are you know more better positioned or a little worse positioned, but if you uh, it's cyclical. If you just uh, play well enough with your your baby, you can you can get there. If you just play better. <laughs> if you just play better, you can do well. <laughs> you 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 too. you too can accomplish. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so John, tell tell the people what they what they got coming up. Well, we've got our um, EDH video that you're editing. Uh, when's that coming? Out? I know you're you're moving. You're getting some new digs. Yet another card shop to terrorize with uh, the robots. Card shops, thank you. It'll yeah, be yeah. it'll be in New York City, so I'll be able to to go to as to whatever one I want. So step one: find where like the good players play. Step two, get fucking dumpstered. Step three, don't suck go to so a much. Different <laughs> go, go, go back to the store I came from. <laughs> I was going to say get better, but uh, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, you can take the easy road. <laughs> no, no. I mean, just play at a store until everyone starts bringing, like, four Stonia silences, and then and just then go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ruin their meta. Oh, man. And then don't show up for like five weeks and then like show up out of nowhere and everybody's just like scrambling around like, shit, who has the thought seasons? Who has the stony silences? Surprise, I'm on swans tonight, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, (laughs) Tarmagoy. Got him. 
Okay. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, that's that's in the works. It's in the boiler. Uh, um, we've got uh, a, it, one, it will one, be here soon. One more one more cute video coming up. Uh, we've got one that uh, I think is going to stay in the vault, never to see the light of day. Uh, <laughs> that was a um, thank God. That was a stipulation draft. Must take a land if it's in the pack. Um, is that one staying buried, or are we are we publishing that one? We will it was publish awful. It if people demand it, oh my it. god, I will say that much. You don't want to see it. Believe me. <laughs> Did we win a match? We uh, won a match. We won right? a match. A match. Somehow. Uh, how many games did we win total across three matches? Three. Three. Maybe. Four? Uh, no. I don't think we won four. <laughs> it was bad. It was real bad. And that brings us to slot of the week, where we talk about what card we are totally hyped to, about getting into our seventy-five this week. John, tell us what you got going on. Well, uh, I'm excited to uh, potentially because it's never quite set in stone with me, but um, I want to potentially play some Eldrazi Displacers this week. Uh, Jerry T was talking before the Pro Tour about how there is this uh, sweet blue-white taxes deck that he was interested in on his uh his star city games article and um i couldn't find it so i commented on the article and someone responded and shipped a list and then what do i find but lo and behold there was a uh, a similar list that actually i think it might have been top 16 top 32 the pro tour it was like i think same 60 maybe same 75 and i was like okay i'm sold now like this deck isn't complete garbage <laughs> But um, my uh, my aether vials are out getting signed, so I gotta I gotta drum up some aether vials if I'm gonna play the deck on Friday. So uh, we'll see if I can uh, some sniff some up from uh, from someone. And Maybe not this upcoming Friday, which would be the Friday that the listeners are listening to, but the next Friday, I got you, fam. Oh, you got me. Oh, I got excellent. you. Excellent, excellent. I can play that dirty, dirty green pile. I've been sitting on these Atacar wastes for a while. I gotta I gotta sleeve them up, <laughs> slip them into my deck. So uh, wait, are they the are they the Star Wars looking ones? Star Wars looking ones? Yeah, they're like someone walking on a snowy field. Yeah, the Star Wars looking ones. I guess yeah, like Ray or something. I don't know. It just no, it looks like uh, is it Endor that's like the snowy planet? No, that is the no. forest planet. That is the forest moon. The forest Endor. moon. Poth is the the planet you are you're looking what for. What a that fucking one. shitty nerd you are. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna throw you to the listeners who tear you apart like wolves. I can just cut that out because I'm the editor. So, fuck <laughs> 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 you, dumb guy. Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to to get those into my list uh, this week or next potentially. Uh, how about you, Chris? What are you uh, What are you hoping to uh, find in your list this week? Well, I think I'm going to explore the modern format a little bit further. And by explore, I mean play explore. And by explore, I also mean go back to my roots. Boo. Uh, <laughs> got the mechanic, though, right? The like, card. The actual yeah, card. The actual, Mono, actual Mono fact. Explore. <laughs> explore the explore card. some Jade Light Rangers. <laughs> God. Uh, no, not, not that card. You could explore twice in the same turn, just like Alex oh. Bernaccini. Ah, <laughs> ah, so good. <laughs> what did it get banned? I think I'm gonna unveil the old the old amulet deck once again, because uh, the PT showed me I can play whatever I want, and you know that's one of my all time favorite decks. And Do it, man! I just don't run into all these stupid um, Marju Pyromancer decks with their main deck Blood Moons. Ah, <clears throat> so good. What about you, Steven? What's your slot of the week? Uh, so I don't think I'll be able to play, I mean, I'm going to play Affinity on Friday because I love Affinity and I didn't get a good taste of it last week. Uh, so I will, I'll, I'll talk about my EDH card that I'm going to be sleeving up and putting dis- in my Enchantress deck. This is a disturbing trend here the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, it's just like, it's, I just can't find enough time to play competitive magic recently and it's just... I the easiest was, way. I thought it was just easier for you to pick a salt of the week because you could shove any old nonsense into an EDH deck. That's yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this card seems you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so my card is World of Wilding. Uh, if you don't know what this card is, I don't blame you, and you're probably a better Magic player than I am. Um, yeah, I don't know if I is... to play this card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the puns the puns get me. 
Uh, like a bear. Is a green enchantment, two and a green, uh, pay one mana. The next time you would draw a card, this turn, put a 2-2 green bear creature token into play instead. Is it this turn, or just next time you would draw? Next time you would draw this turn. Oh, okay. I thought it was just in general. Oh, no, 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 no. You could float some bears across turns. <laughs> so, uh, essentially, what you do is you can pay, like, 50 into this thing and then make 50 bears. Uh, works really cool with Sarah Sanctum. Sarah Sanctum, you know, you, you float 15 mana because you got 15 enchantments, and then you, you make 15 bears because you put them all on the stack. It's, uh... Rawr. It's a, it's a fun time. It's going to be a great time. The best of times. Or the worst. Who cares? Who knows? Anyways, that about wraps us up for this. You should get some Winnie the Pooh tokens. Oh, bother. Yes. Yes. Oh, bother. <laughs> this is the flavor text. Oh, bother. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that about wraps us up to the end of this cast. Thank you guys for checking us out and sticking around till the very end. If you're wondering where you can check out more content, head over to mtgconflux.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same name, mtgconflux, one word. And if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read, please feel free to shoot us a message on one of those platforms. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around to the very end, and we hope you join us in the next one. Later. Later.